Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Hola, hola. Hola, hola. ¿Cómo estás? Bien, ¿y tú? Muy bien. So, you got some Bruja and you did this week? Oof. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost brujad out. It's the season, man. It's a lot. It, yes, it is a lot. I'm like, I am professional bruja this season, right? Because it's the season to be like. Oh, yeah, super, totally. Yeah, it's the season to be the super bruja. You've been doing so, a lot yeah. more events. Oh, yeah. Nice. I, I've been doing events and it's like, oh, my God. Like, I normally do like events and, you know, I, I normally do. You know, I'm obviously like what you would say, like, like, I don't know, like a professional bruja. Yeah. But like when this season comes around, it's like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like, um, I don't know, like, like, if, like, if I, I don't know, like, you know, like when people are like, like, okay, so I have a cousin that's like a Ironman, right? And when he's training or when he, well, when he's training he's like a maniac but when he's like actually gonna do the stuff like right. you know like they like they shave and they do like the chafing creams and they're doing like whatever like really crazy stuff so like i feel the equivalent of that for blue hike it's like oh I'm, i got my reads down to 8.8 i got the, you know. oh yeah nice <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I got, you know, I got the magnifying glass like on the one that's hanging, and I got the magnifying glass that's like lighter so that doesn't have so heavy on my hand. And I got the, you know, it just feels like a lot. Getting you into know, all the, the little the details. Water that has, yeah, the water water that <laughs> hydrates more so I could talk longer. <laughs> Lower than, you know, it's just like extra, extra. It's you've like, been, whoa. This is what you've been training for. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> it's part fun. of the year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a lot, yeah, but it's good. It's good. Nice. It's good. Oh, I had the cutest little girl yesterday at the Oddities Expo. Oh my gosh, she was so beautiful. She was six. I finally read her because she was just like she. I was like, you know, when magnets when, when you have two magnets and they go right. Yeah. She was like coming up to me like this, right? <laughs> I was reading people and she just like come up. What are you doing? And I'm like, oh. I'm reading palms, and then the person that I was reading for would look and I'd be like, and I'd look at her mom like, okay, take her away, <laughs> and then she'd walk by again and she'd be like, oh, you're reading her for her too, <laughs> like that's real cute. She'd walk by like three times. She just came straight up, and then eventually, I guess her mom got tired and they 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 did the line. Her mom like paid for a reading. Nice. And then when I read her, I, I read her, obviously, she's six, you know, so I read her, like, this line says this, and it'll tell you about it. So I gave her, like, a mini class read, you know, not That's like really a read cute. read. Yeah, and then her mom's like, is her health okay? Like, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But yeah, so it was cool. But she was like, and then she stood up and she's like, oh, mom, I really love that. I'm like, I think this one's going to be a palmist. Yes all the future yeah she was just like she boom like a magnet she was like so attracted it was incredible that's so cute yeah yeah she was cute 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 we are uh leaving for arizona uh here pretty quick to go celebrate el dia de los muertos with my family 
Um, so yeah, so yesterday we put up our own ofrenda, and um, it looked really nice this year. I'll post a picture on Instagram, but it was cool as my son's getting older. He's understanding a little bit more. Like uh, I was actually he he left like the candy and the goodies alone on the table, and I was able to explain to him like, okay, if we put something on this table, it's not something we take back off. And so he's like, it's nice. It's getting, he's getting, it's getting a little easier to explain everything to him. Um, and he really appreciates like decorations and crafts. So it was pretty fun. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't want to eat and he didn't eat at all or anything like that. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. nice. That's very nice. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. And, yeah. and then we were talking about the local event here. So that was pretty cool too. Yes. That was really cool here. Oh. Um, all right. So not magic. Okay. That's yeah, let's get into it. All right. So this week we're going to talk a little bit about not magic. My actually your pendant is reminding me a little bit of a not. It is end of the like the the, the history of the, the the Indian history of the world, right? That it's a big serpent that's eating itself. Oh yeah. Okay. So it eventually ends up being a knot too, right? Mm -hmm. Creation. Very itself. cool. Yeah. So knots. Nuts. Um nuts los nudos so i think that one of the things that is um about knots for me okay you know i'm not crafty right i'm not so crafty. you say okay i'm not i'm not so one of the first things that comes up with knots or when we talk about knots i'm like oh right because i'm like I, I associate it a lot with like stitching and um the head and macrame and all these kind of things are weaving and stuff like that and i'm like oh i don't know i know you know that they use it a lot in that and i'm like i really don't know anything about that you know area because i don't practice any of those but i do know that it's big with them yeah but when we started researching and looking at it i saw that there's like um there's art obviously there's like whole sections of art um in, in like china there's a whole section of like art that's only based on knots mm -hmm. sailing and when we get into the history i'll give you like a brief history there's like obviously there's like sailor magic that um is all but and they used to buy knots from witches mm -hmm. the sailors used really to buy knots, yeah they used to buy knots from the witches before they would sail out and so that comes um so sailors have a bunch of different knots like nowadays like well, not just the Boy Scouts, but all the. Well, oh my! Oh, by the way, Mateo just started yesterday. <laughs> he started not Boy Scouts because I didn't want to put him in that program, but I got him in um, a program that was like um, I don't know the hippie version of. Okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I took him. He started yesterday, and it's in Portland, and they went there, and yeah, I came. They came home. And, and I said, how was it? And he says, so their headquarters are in a place that in all the movies, it looks like the place where they take the kids to kill them. <laughs> oh. He says, like, super sketch mom. What did you send me? I'll be fine. I'm like, well, and I'm like, it's supposed to be survival, Mateo, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, of course, they're going to take you to a place where you have to practice your survival skills. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. And he looked at me like, not funny, mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked Sada, because she dropped him off, and I said, Sada, come on, tell me the truth. And she's like, nah, mom, it's fine. They just look like Waldorf kids. He's crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, back to back to the subject. Okay. So sailing, art, farming, like mm-hmm. you need like oh, to yeah. tie up animals and like to tie like the oxen to the carts and all that stuff and to tie the bale and all that. You need like knots. Military, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And survival and all that. Um, so and then not only that, then all the um sewing, right? The sewing mm-hmm. and the crafting and all that. So there's a bunch of different applications. And I think that we just even like our hair, right? Oh yeah. And that's one of the ones that we're going to talk about because I think the area that um so I obviously thought of the the craft, like the yarn crafting or the fiber truck crafting first. Mm-hmm. But the the second one that I thought of was the hair because, you know, I play around with the hair a lot and the braids and so forth. So then there's a lot of a lot of applications of knots in our daily life. And I think that we just overlook it because it's so predominant. Right. And so I really urge everybody to look at it a little bit deeper like myself because it was like oh no that's just for sewing people no like I can I myself can use them and I actually do a lot of um the the way that I mainly use the the knots is actually like in the little um braid right yeah the protection braid so but there's a lot of ways that we can actually use it. And so, but before we get into the different um, applications, I wanted to give, um, should we do the, yeah, let me, let's do a little bit of history first and then we'll do the applications. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, nobody can know what the first one was, you know, right. it's so old, but some of the oldest ones that are um, known are obviously in Egyptian magic. Um, it, there's um, the, the, the knot of Isis. Okay. Isis. Isis. Mm-hmm. Isis. Um, so those are one of the oldest ones. And they had a lot of applications in Egyptian ritual magic. There's a lot of usage of knots because they like to um, use the knots to tie the earthly with the land of the dead. Right. Okay. And so they always made sure that they had the words the gesture and the object that was bridging both things Mm -hmm. so and then they had the special knots which was the isis knot they had they usually had it like drawn or carved into the object okay so that's one of the most like famous ones the original or the ones that we still have knowledge of or that's remained because obviously we see it in a lot of the funeral stuff that's been dug up in the archaeological digs right okay um and then there's the um the the hercules knot which is um passed down through like greek mythology and through um and then also like um hellenistic mythology that's come down that he was one of the zillions of sons of zeus <laughs> and that one is mostly known more for um healing properties and then later on through for love properties as well okay and so that's the one that just looks like two um ropes together okay right it's a really simple one that looks like two ropes together mm-hmm. it just looks looks like kind of loose and that one originally was just said to that it could cure wounds and that's what it was originally used for but it became so popular that in the hellenistic era that they suggested that people started wearing it because it was suggested that it could cure 
um, or protect against the evil eye. Oh, so then when somebody was going to go into um, a marriage or a union, they were giving it to the bride and they were sewing it into the girdle. Okay. To protect against the evil eye. Yep. And then that's where it comes in the tying the knot. Oh, shit. And that's how it be. Yep. And that's how it all became part of like the. It, so it went from healing to marriage. That's kind of like the way that when you trace it back and keep on like the lineage looking, that's how it comes to tying the knot. Very cool. Super cool. And then the other one which is the 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 next one that's old and like hasn't um continued on down is the gordian knot which is supposed to be like a super difficult knot that couldn't and it's from asia and it um like it couldn't be like untied it was like super super intricate and super difficult and it couldn't be untied and it was like nobody could figure it out and the challenge was like whoever like were the it wasn't a challenge. It was like a prophecy that whoever could untie it was going to be the next, was going to be the leader of Asia. And on Alexander the Great just strolled right up and he took out his dagger and he smashed it and cra- and he cut it. That feels like cheating to it, me. <laughs> well, it's, well, I mean, it's what it, what they t- took it to mean. And he and then he did become the leader of Asia, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, it's thinking out of the box and it's taking things by strength and just going for it, you know? So Yeah, yeah. Cheating or not cheating, he did it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, looking at things outside of the perceived constraints. Right. Nobody told him he couldn't use it, you know? Right nobody said you have to sit down and you know untie it like this and he's like okay fuck out there you know <laughs> so <laughs> so and then so those are three of those and then the ones that I um the sailors that I had mentioned mm-hmm. so the sailors would um buy from wind witches they would buy and this is like in Crete and then all the way they have records of this all happening all the way up to like the 1600s the sailors would buy from wind witches they would buy knots mm-hmm and they would, and it was a three pack, right? He would go, you would go away. I don't know why they needed the third one, really, when I tell you about them, but okay, they would buy three packs. And so you would get a three pack. So, you know, they'd come, hey, do you want, I need some, I need, a, I need some wind, you know? Uh-huh. And you would sell them a three pack. And then the three knots, when they were out about, the first one would give them a little breeze, mm-hmm. right? When them, so they, they had the three knots. And when they needed a little breeze, they would untie the first one and it would give them a little breeze. And then the second one, when they would untie it, would give them a strong wind, which would put some wind in their sails and actually push them forward to give them some speed. Uh huh. And the third one, which is why I'm like, why the heck do they need it? Would actually unleash like a hurricane. Oh yeah, why? W- so I'm like, I'm like, hey, why do they need the extra special strong one? Unless I, unless they were being chased by somebody or something. Yeah, that's like that. that was my first thought yeah. too. Yeah, it was like a pirates or something. Somebody, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They're being chased by somebody. Okay, unleash the third one. Yeah, it's right. Like, yeah, emergency, emergencies. Yeah, and so yeah, so they they buy three packs. You know, that's real. I would love to know like what the exchange was with like a wind witch. You know, like what did they have to give them for the three money? Knots? I, I know, but like how much? What kind? I got questions. 
Well, I don't know. Do a regression. <laughs> oh, oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah. And so those are the some of the um, basic like history. So like knots have been, you know, around forever, obviously. And like you mentioned, right, with my pendant and the histories, like when we go back to other cultures, you know, and the most important thing when I think that we have to look at is obviously we're looking at textiles and like I like I said my first thought went to textiles but like if you're in the middle like if you're in the middle of like an, a forest what are you going to make knots with you're going to make knots with what you have you're going to make knots with branches and with mm -hmm. twigs and with ro twine and with leaves and flowers you know and yeah. it's just like natural to start using your hands and putting things together and tying you know mm -hmm. and that actually um before we jump into what they're used for that I'm, I'm going to give you one of the ones from Puerto Rico and one of the ones that um that, one of the phrases there's a phrase in Puerto Rico which is no me jodas el pito right which is it's it obviously has like a bad word in there which I love very <laughs> Sasha um it's like like norm like normal translation would just be like don't screw around with me or you know don't whatever don't mess with me right yeah but um it'd be the many people would like nowadays think it'd be like the d right but it you know but it's not it actually comes from oh, oh. one of the yeah <laughs> it actually comes from the string of one of the plants and what it takes and it's what they were using to make the hammocks right mm -hmm. and so the they were it would be like the pulp mat material right and so they would have to like tear it apart string it and then they would have to like braid it and then knot it mm -hmm. so that they could make the make it like a like a twine that would be strong enough to actually make like the hammocks and so if some it would take a long time and it would take concentration you would have to like feed it into a pulp and then like string it you know mm -hmm. so if somebody came and like they made you lose your concentration while you were like working on it they would mess up your work right right so that's where it's like, don't mess up my comes oh. from, right? And so that's one of the, that's when where the phrase comes from. Gotcha. So, well, that's yeah. pretty cool. And it's it's nodding, right? It, it is not magic, really. Oh yeah. Look at it. Okay. So you were going to talk to us a little bit about, but let me just give you the categories first. So okay. I think lots of people when they think of not magic, since knots you're bringing a knot what does not do it, it it ties two things together right and it kind of like closes in right mm -hmm. so i think many people just think of binding but really and just like i mentioned when we mentioned hercules it it can be for curing it can be for protection it can be for binding but it can be for protection for binding for banishing it can be for curing for cursing or for collaboration right right so those are like the categories one two three four five six got it got it and and obviously if when you untie then you release that magic so right. it's the opposite and, effect and nodding is also like making two separate things join together, together or you cannot the same piece of something and strengthen that one piece by knotting it so two ways to kind of look at that um so for cooperation 
uh, it would be braiding a symbolic number of cords together or uh, like just knotting, like, because you can do, if you wanted to do three knots or you're just working with two people and you're binding that, you would want to do like two separate pieces of cord and a specific knot for that. You would be focusing your energy on working harmonious, harmoniously um, with your skills and idea and uh, blending it together if you wanted to do obviously you're looking for because love is I think more than two pieces cooperation you could do three or four pieces knotting it together like a braid. Um, I've got joining and releasing. Well, actually, I got for groups because I read like for like um like a workplace that you oh. can put in a one for like every single person at the place. So like, then, if you have 16 people, you can make like a bundle. Like, oh, yeah. 16 people. So it doesn't have to be limited to three or four. Like if you have like if, if you do a workplace and we have 16 people there, you can create like one for each person and oh, yeah. bring them all in. Yeah. That's and yeah. and that I read, too, is also something you can use if you're trying to strengthen your like things inside of yourself you can do an unlimited amount for things that you're trying to call in um and that that also like one of the things that we do um we don't think of it but that's it's not magic is like the friendship bracelets you know oh totally yeah like my daughter's at that age where she's making friendship bracelets and whatever and that's not magic yeah, absolutely. That's so true. That's very cool. I love the braids. I didn't know so much about uh, just braiding in your own hair, like doing the body, mind and spirit. I just learned that like five or so years ago. And, uh, and I always fidget and braid with my hair and I, I finally just have long enough hair to do it now. And it's something that's very trance inducing to like braiding and thinking uh, uh, body, mind, spirit. I think that's really something so can cool. you elaborate on that braiding is typically made with three strands and mm -hmm. as you uh are going over like each piece you just kind of like are strengthening like and calling in good things for your body good things for your mind good things for your spirit and so you're kind of like setting these positive intentions with each little knot that you're making in your hair and um, that's been around native american practices for uh, a long time now i just just recently found out about it Okay, cool. Because yeah. I do braids, um, but it, I do them, and we do it a lot back home. We do them, but for protection magic. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we um, in, we might include like maybe a, like a red string in it, or um, like um, add like a like the beads, or you might add something from an animal, like the animal that you that represents like strength or what or protection. Mm -hmm. at the at the bottom so you make a braid that not like all the braids but just one braid like hidden underneath your hair right? uh -huh. or like behind your ear or whatever and so you just make a braid and then you're thinking while you're braiding it you're thinking of like protection and what you're protecting the person against right okay and then you're adding in like if you need to protect like if um if it's like against like psychic attacks it might be purple or if it's against like physical it might be like a red or a black one and then you just include it there right mm -hmm. and then and you add the bead or you know if you want them to be wealthy you might add like a gold bead whatever it just depends you just add those you know elements into the braid and then you just close the braid up is this you something you you do for each other or you do for yourself you do it normally for a child or you do it for yourself 
Oh, cool. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So I've got for joining and releasing. Uh, you use one core to represent yourself and another for like a job that you want, tying together the two very securely. And then um, when you want to leave that job, you just disconnect the knot. Okay. So then just basically joining and releasing would just be same, uh, similar, like you're putting yourself as one of the cords and uh, whatever you want to be, I guess it's a binding, binding yourself with. And then when you're done being bound with that, you would just release that knot. And then love and friendship. Uh, and this is going to, so this ties in with the pagan hand fastings, which mm-hmm. is the the marriage ritual. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this will be specially prepared cords or ribbons uh, that is going to be bringing two people together into oneness. The cord is typically kept uh, safely, like along with other marriage, like things you would receive at a wedding. Uh, and then... Yeah, I think you're supposed to probably keep that one together for always yeah. and not untie it. And now we know that it comes all the way down from that Hercules knot. <laughs> That's so crazy. I know. Um, For the partnerships as well, like if you're trying to bring somebody in and you don't know who um, and you know who they are, mm-hmm. you can also give them like um, like a, like a like if you wanted to do it like a specific twine or string and use like the color correspondences there right or you can use a, something from their clothes or going back to like our love um podcast like from their underwear oh. and then use from yours and then tie them together that would be pretty i wonder if uh if they would use like pieces of the wedding garments even for those wedding knots that would be yeah. I bet. That well, I mean, I'm sense. just figuring if they are not married, but you want to call them in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got, I got what you were throwing down. <laughs> <laughs> just saying if they're not, but you want to call them in, you know? Yeah, that would be a way to bring it in. Yeah, uh, definitely. Probably a pretty strong way, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, especially if it's, you know, it's got some juice on it. <laughs> <laughs> You can't help yourself. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I try. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, speaking of. Okay, let's do it. Let's, speaking of um, any of these, um, when we're talking about any, any, any of these can be um, strengthened by soaking the threads and oils. Oh, or yeah. In, yeah. Up your correspondences. Yeah, up your correspondences. So that was just upping my correspondences. Uh-huh. It really was. Uh-huh. It was. <laughs> so all I was saying, up your correspondences. Like, for example, if you wanted that job and you wanted to be like Agileman, you could like put in like, I don't know, like mint or something like that, you know? Yeah. So this one was just upping your correspondences. <laughs> Hello. She's so innocent. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) and then i have for uh you know doing knots for luck and that's when it kind of uh, i read more about like bringing in a a color a color correspondence bringing in a green bead bringing in a gold bead uh calling in things that you just are adding things into the knot that you believe correspond with luck luck yeah yeah like i would do orange probably 
Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Bet your color. A, it's my color. Plus, it is the road opening color. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't it does help with that, you know, or gold, you know. So that's good. Um, And also the numerology. So you can um bring in like more um strings or more and um knots. You can yeah. do more knots based on that. So if like instead of just doing one knot, you could do, you know, if you want it to be more stable, you could do four, you could do, you know, seven for it to be lucky or, you know, you could up the numbers as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then let's talk about, um, so protection. Um, we spoke a little bit about protection when we spoke about the braiding, but the protection also, um, can be used for like, if you're like making yourself like the knot, right. Mm -hmm. So you have to imagine yourself as a knot and then like, you're putting like, like yourself, um, inside that knot. And so things like around you can't touch you. Okay. So you can put the knot and then like you're like, let's say it's you and your, your business, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's your, you, your business, you put, you knotted yourself, you tied yourself to that business or to that job opportunity or whatever. And then you've, you've tied it. It had the color correspondences and so forth. And then you could like seal it in wax, for example. Oh yeah. So that it's like more sealed it's more protected it's like yours right so you protected it more i can't like it can be gone because you could like put fire to it you know right or you can or when you're asking for it you could also bless it with incense so I, to bring it in as well so there's different ways of like upping those correspondences as well yeah even and just then, the color of the wax like you can really get yeah, into the it color yeah of the wax as well and you can make it tighter as well and the tighter you make it, the more like energy and intent you're putting into that knot, the more like you're desiring it and that you're like making sure that it's there. Right. Mm -hmm. Now for banishing, it's, it's releasing, right? You want to release that energy. You want to untie the knot. You want to let it go. You want to let go that, of that energy. So it's like the opposite. And then you can do what Alexander the Great did. You could just pack at it. You could burn it. Mm -hmm. You could burn the knot. The knot. You don't want to bury it because burying it is more like keeping it. Yeah, I would agree. So you want to burn it. You can hack at it or you can untie it. Those are basically, I'd say the three options. You could, you could wedge through it like with a stake or with like a, a nail or something but that's still it's still untying it even if it's with something spiky yeah eventually you're just gonna get it untied so that's basically and what you're doing when you're doing it you still want to be focused on your intention of releasing the magic letting it go making sure that that what is bound is released that's yeah. nice yeah yeah and i would get i would guess like the manner in which you took it apart will kind of be symbolic in the way that you let this thing go is it going to be fast and hacking are you going to be more deliberate and like sit and undo the knot that type of thing yeah and also or more painful right because if you're doing it like with a rusty nail oh yeah yeah, you know, yeah. is that rusty nail like getting in and like it's sort of like you know it's it's serruchando. it's like sawing off at that at that yeah yeah um, one nice thing that I, before we get into like um, something else, I wanted to, 
although I don't sew or anything like that, I do know that one of the things that I do think of when I think of not magic, I think of like the people that do sew mm-hmm. is that they have that beauty of bringing into every single stitch that, that intention, right? Yeah. Of the, that, um, of what, of, of what they want the person to feel when they use their product. Mm-hmm. Right. So like if they're, if they want like, um, if they're like doing like, I don't know, like blankets or whatever, and they want it to feel like home or comfort, then they're stitching that in. Right. Yeah. Or if they want it to feel like protection, then they want the, the stitching that in while they're putting it in. Yeah. Or if they want a scarf and they want the person to feel glam, then they're, you know, they're putting that glam in when they're, they're, they're stitching it or the, or macrame, if they want the person to feel like, you know, this is heritage, you know, they're, they're putting that in with their creation. Yeah. And so I, I think that's a really powerful thing that creators need to understand because it's not just creating, right? It's actual magic and it's just one extra thing, right? When they're, when they're, they're already creating, all they need to do is like add that little extra intention. Yeah. Um, it's basically adding that extra intention into there. And, um, that would go for them for the artist of not magic and i think trying to think back book binding has a lot of not magic if the the one that's artisanal oh yeah binding oh yeah yeah my family has book binders not the industrial one but the artisanal book binding has you know that and so that would be some and then you're binding the pages binding the knowledge binding you know the information there so that has that also that element of like as well yeah right so like like you can even put it like these pages can't open until like it has to be the worthy person you know yeah so that can all be included there Mm. what else and there's i know that there's a bunch of knots that um like um like sailors and stuff like that that learn that just and just like now like i know that they're just useful you know they're useful in everyday life yeah. Oh, and kink. There's a ton of of knots. Oh my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about so, that. So you know, you do. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't have to get into it, but you know, but you you're putting it in, making sure that it's like the right. And it's just like when you're putting it, making sure that it's the right one that you know it brings in, it elevates the pleasure. Yeah. But at the same time, that the person feels safe, you know, mm-hmm. because it, this is a trust. It's oh yeah protect it's protection you know it's a protection and it's a communication between the two people that are participating absolutely you know? so yeah not not is magic <laughs> so knots are everywhere we see them every single day they're there and i shoe think ties. That- you can even put it into your shoes fast feet like yeah and I think even the little nursery rhymes like up and I don't, I don't, I didn't learn it in English, but I know that there's the little stories are part of that little charm is part of like a spell, you know? Oh, I bet you. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Very cool. I'll try to find that on yeah. the internet. Yeah. So it, it's, it's there. And so, and like, I think that we just have to keep our, our eyes and our ears more open to seeing 
seeing how magic is around us mm-hmm. and how things that we are maybe taking for granted can with one extra little step can be turned into tools that we can be using on the daily. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And then, so I'm just going to add two more things. One, because I can't help myself in Spanish, <laughs> desnudarse, which is to get naked. Mm-hmm. is <laughs> sorry but it literally means to unknot yourself oh so you're unknotting yourself that's pretty cool that is very cool what is the name what's the word desnudarse desnudarse yeah huh so, all right right yeah yeah uh-huh 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 i like it yes right because i nudo right yes so very cool I just love that wordplay, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably because before they had like chastity belt and they had to take the knot off. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. They probably have a chastity knot. Yeah. They probably had a knot and they had to take the knot off. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They probably, <laughs> it probably comes from something like that. I agree. But whatever. It's still, it's still very cool. And the second one, which I don't think, um, affects our traditions as much and i think it is more of a yeast uh a european witch tradition but it is so prevalent and we do see it in media a lot i thought that it would be worth bringing it in which is that um which is ladder oh yeah so and there's different versions they don't vary a lot they're pretty similar okay Mm -hmm. So it says by it's nine, it's nine knots. And then they, they go through the spell, right? So by the knot of one, two, whatever. So I'm just going to read this version that I got here. Um, and like I said, the version's very, very little. Okay. So by knot of one, the spell's begun. By knot of two, it's come true. By knot of three, so mode it be. By knot of four, this power I store. By knot of five, the spell's alive. By knot of six, the spell I fix by not of seven events. I'll live by not of eight. It will be fate by not of nine. What's done is mine. And so this, um, is a version that's like from the 1800s, approximately mm-hmm. England or Scottish, depending on who you talk to. And, um, and then this version, like I said, it's all over the internet now. And, um, but what they say is that you can use it to create your own, like not spell if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so using it, like you, the first one, make sure that the first knot is obviously what you want to, so what do you want to create? <laughs> and the second one, what is going to be like the, the thing that's going to like bind it and the third one what's going to be like the creativity and the fourth one what's going to be the release if it's going to have anything in the fifth one what you know and so forth and then Mm -hmm. you use it sort of like as the base and then you're thinking of that's like your guideline kind of thing and then when you're doing it you already you know you've already designed it based on that and you know what you're doing it and then you repeat it while you actually do it right very cool yeah right cool and I have a little yeah, have bit. Anything I, else? Yeah, I can go over yeah, kind have... of the numerology, just the quick yes. associations one through nine. Uh, so, doing for one, it's source, creation, wholeness, willpower, the sacred masculine, the individual. For two, 
You see awakening, the sacred feminine, partnership, reconciliation, sensuality, kindness, duality. Three, our youth, dreaming, joy, humor, vision, playfulness, and action. Four is foundations, dependability, grounding, ethics and morals, truthfulness, money, and caution. Five is openings, adventure, adaptability, courage, lightheartedness. Six is healing, responsibility, empathy, dedication, true love, encouragement, support. Seven is spiritual matters, wisdom, concentration, perceptive, civility, perception, civility, grace under pressure. Eight is authority, leadership, astuteness, good judgment, power-wielded responsibility. And for nine, we've got humanitarian efforts, generosity, nobility, group action, and benevolence. Super. So I hope we all do more not magic. I know. I think that, I think, yeah, it's worth getting into for sure. I think, yeah, I think we've been sleeping on it. I agree. Yeah. I might have you do something in my hair. Yeah, good thing. <laughs> rolling into astrology yeah okay we're starting on is it the 29th we're starting on the 29th oh my okay so october 29th mercury is going to be conjunct to mars which brings in a little bit of quick thinking a little bit of um defensiveness about your thoughts you may find others to be a bit hostile because everybody's you know defensive mm -hmm. about the thoughts the 31st, 31st is our day to try out knots in the bedroom. <laughs> we got a freak day. Nice. Because <laughs> Venus is trining Uranus. This um, forecast, by the way, has a very heavy um, Uranus play. But this one is okay because it's Venus trying Uranus. Um, sex, fun, daring, social, um, you know, hanging out, unexpected things. So, yeah, this is the day to try that. What's that called? Shibari? Is that called? The knots? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what yep. it's called, right? Yeah, so that's that's the day to try that out. Okay. Then we move into November. So remember, we, we're still in the, feeling those effects of that eclipse, okay? Okay. So the second, um, the sun's going to be in opposition to Jupiter. So we might be feeling... Um, a little so jupiter is you know jupiter is 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 big and shiny and like they make everything fun and the sun highlights everything so but they're in opposition mm -hmm. so everything's too big right mm -hmm. so um waste pride boastfulness gambling everything it's like it's like that high before the crash, you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah. you know, you might feel great for a day. <laughs> and then, it's gonna be... then um, the third, Venus is going to be in opposition to Neptune, which might bring money and, and um, love troubles. If it doesn't for you, if it doesn't bring any of those, because, you know, you have no money or you have to tons and tons of money and it won't can't affect you um then just use it to like feel dreamy and go to the movies and get your fantasy on okay um the third because it's it's that kind of feeling right it's like feeling of like um fogginess and that feeling of like things don't feel real right okay is that neptune 
It's said- Neptune in opposition to Venus. Okay. And Venus reels Venus rules love and money. Okay. So feels things don't feel real. So But Neptune's the fogginess, right? Neptune's the fogginess. Okay. So gotcha. if things don't feel real, you might not act like things are real. Gotcha. So like, oh, money doesn't feel real. Let me waste it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day you can't pay your rent, you know? Mm-hmm. Then um the third, Saturn goes direct. Um so it'd still be in its um shadow period for about two weeks but saturn going direct is going to be pretty good for taros cancer virgo so for those three signs it's going to be good for them for the rest of us it's just going to be oh taros you know saturn is back and saturn is disciplinarian get your shit together what did you do while i was you know in retrograde kind of thing gotcha (laughs) yeah but that will feel that effect more like um for the next podcast okay um, the fourth Mercury is going to be in opposition to Uranus. Um, you just Mercury is that mind, and Uranus is that quirkiness and inventiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to be needing like a lot of, of stimulation. But since it's an opposition, it's you know you might need stimulation, and you might pick a fight, you know, kind of thing, or you want to be like right, and you want to promote your ideas um it, best case scenario you meet unexpected people and you like hit it off or you're like that was kind of weird you know best case similar to situation worst case you're like in a in a like i don't understand what's going on and why everybody's so weird okay <laughs> you know <laughs> the six the six is is the six Mercury is trining Neptune and trining Pluto. So both of the furthest away planets that are, you know, very abstract, theoretical, more like, you know, but it's trine, which is a minor positive aspect. And the thing is sort of like, okay, I want to get to the bottom of things. And there might be a lot of like, you might be in the mood for dark humor, for satire, or for horror kind of thing. It's like, you know, the the cruelties of the world are too much for me. Let me go <laughs> wash myself in blood and not <laughs> not really look at life, you know, because <laughs> I can't face that. Let me just go see Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre because that's going to be lighter. Um, and then, um, you know, gossip, propaganda, a little bit of manipulation might be affecting you in like real life so just be careful about that okay mercury on the eighth mercury is going to be sextiling pluto again that's very similar to what's going on over here because they had that mercury trining pluto so they're still dancing right mm-hmm. that aspect is still going on there but it's just a different aspect it's still a minor um favorable aspect but they're still like dancing together and again it's still intense it's easy to manipulate others it's still like that mercury pluto mercury pluto mercury wants to communicate pluto likes to investigate so those six seventh eighth you're you're totally in i want to get to the bottom of this and i want to know what's going on and i'm going to figure it out and you're like completely in your conspiracy head 
and you know, uh-huh. and you're going deep and going to find out completely what's going on. Oh no. And you're a little bit and you're like, <laughs> I'm going to tear somebody to pieces kind of mindset, right? Okay. Because it is very intense. Your feeling about it is very, whatever you're investigating, you're very, you're feeling about it very intensely. Okay. Okay. So hopefully it's not about your life and hopefully it's more about like your girlfriend's life and you're like helping her <laughs> find out about her douchebag boyfriend and not about your own life. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> that would be less intense emotionally but uh-huh. and, and it would better use of your talents. But if it is about you, well, then I'm, you know that you're going to be finding out everything you need to find out. Oh. Um, that day, Venus is also going into Libra. Which just, you know, Libra's actually, Venus and Libra is not, people think, oh, you know, so all about love. No, it's actually all about finances and business and how do I collaborate and how do I get the best deal and, you know, how do I end up on top? So that's more of the focus for Venus and Libra. Okay. Then Thursday, Mercury is also changing signs. Thursday, the 9th, Mercury is changing signs and is going into Sag and Mercury going into Sage is all about spirituality and being open-minded and you know where's the next you know where's the best commune that I can go join so it's just mm-hmm. it's like a different mindset kind of thing and then we get to that weekend the 10th and the 11th and then 10th and the 11th which are three days before the next new moon um they're pretty mm, Mercury is going to be squaring Saturn. So it might feel a little gloomy, a little pessimistic. You know, you're going to be seeing things like a little dark. And remember that you were already coming in from Mercury all that week being dancing with Pluto. So, I mean, it's not like you didn't need some darkness already. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, but this darkness is more of like disciplinarian darkness, you know, gloominess. Right. Because that was Pluto darkness, which was just like underworld darkness and death darkness Uh this is saturn darkness which is like discipline and order darkness you know like Uh. daddy darkness you know (laughs) and so the important thing here is and then is to not and then venus went into libra so she's going to be like cooking up business and bringing in you know contracts and stuff like that and she's like hey we should do this we should do this cooperation we should do this alliance and this is not a day to sign any contracts. And it's actually a lot better to work alone, right? Okay. So resist whatever Venus is wanting to do and be like, no, 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 you don't know. The, my mood is 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 not a human mood. Do not bring me any alliances. Okay. okay. Um, And then the 11th, Mars is going to be in opposition to Uranus. So prone to anger, outburst, impulsiveness, desire to break free from responsibility, um, may be subject to attacks from enemies. Aye. Okay. Okay. So everybody you were stalking, cyber stalking <laughs> on the sixth, seventh, and eighth, they found out because they saw one of those TikTok videos that said, Do you want to know who the if follow more? If you want to see who's stalking you, check the whatever the second person. And then they saw it was you, and they're like, What? They're stalking me? Whatever. And then they found out on the eleventh. So, yeah, that's that week is kind of like, especially towards the end. Yeah. And then, yeah. When does that new moon come in? That new moon's coming in on the 13th, which is the following Monday. Mm -hmm. And it has a sun in opposition to Uranus, which is a desire to break free and look at your structures 
open your mind to change. It's a new moon in Scorpio. It's all about transformation and leaving behind. Because what does a scorpion do? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that Sounds a little dicey at the end there. Just, <laughs> yeah. The end there is just like, let's get ready for that new moon. Yeah. Dang. Well, thank you. Yeah. She's like, I'm so glad I'm traveling now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get it out of the way. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I'm traveling now and not towards the end when I'm gloomy and hating humanity. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's probably what this trip's going to be. No, I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> But I mean, our next podcast will work great with the theme. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. We're going to be talking about shadow work. Yes. So and that we will be, yeah, we'll be good. We'll be, we'll be good with Pluto. Oh, Pluto man. dancing with us in the shadow work. It will be perfect. Oh, excellent. I'm glad. I mean, that's going to be tough, but I'm glad. <laughs> Well, I'm going to talk about baby's breath, got? and that's going to be very Aww. light and fluffy and happy for the end of this. Uh, it is yes. actually associated with uh, masculinity, mercury, and air. But nice. magic, yeah, magically, it's going to help us with communication, creativity, innocence, beauty, and purity. The white flowers represent purity and are going to be commonly used in spells promoting love, peace, and unity. Uh, adding them to like a bolsa or a spell jar is going to help create balance. They're also something that gives, are supposed to give balance, which is, I believe, why they are put in with, like, the really colorful flowers to, like, offer this kind of, like, set balance in bouquets. Uh, the little babies have, or the the little baby's breath have very delicate floral scent, so they're also going to be a really good uh, additive to sprays and potions, especially if you're looking to create enhance creativity or beauty um and then let's see oh don't apply it to your skin because it can be toxic so careful on that uh and then wearing baby's breath is going to help promote calming and balance in your daily life like uh wearing it like just in your pocket or carrying it around with you it's just going to help help maintain calming uh what did i just say Calming balance. balance. Yeah. So pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So next week for the dark yeah. stuff then. Yeah. We're going to do a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. And our question this week uh, came from Spotify, which please, we love your questions. Write us however you can. The question is, how do you reverse a spell that you've cast? I make reversal candles. Oh, smart. So I'll make I make a pretty I'll make a bunch of them at the same time, but they'll be half half uh half black and and then I use the corresponding colors for each of the corn. Like I make a half black, half blue, half black, half red, half black, half yellow, which typically I use and green. Uh, yellow I use the most because when I use a yellow and black reversal spell a reversal candle, what I'm doing is trying to call back the force of my words, which mm. I can get a little intense sometimes. So like if people are not in understanding my tone or I came off too hard, then I'll light that candle to uh, let that person know and to hopefully promote that idea that the words were just words and not so strong with the meaning, I guess. <laughs> it's like, oh, she didn't really mean it. Yeah, like I was a little bit softer. Like I, I feel like I could be a little bit abrasive, but it's all like with good intention it just sounds bad like that's why i hate texting so much because i feel like i'm not a jerk i just am blunt and how i say things so 
sometimes I'll like that if I feel like someone is is thinking that I'm being a little too harsh when I'm like, really, no, I just want to shake you and help you in a good way. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. I think that from now on, I might incorporate my more knots into my regular spells and then I can just untie them. Oh, that's but so <laughs> yeah, I'll just start adding threads to the bottom of my candles and then I'll just keep them. And then when I need to, I'll just untie it. But since I haven't done that so far, what I have had to do is grovel in front of my deities. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. That's, so- That's a good way too. That's a great way. <laughs> and then and panic and have diarrhea. Um, no, but <laughs> that's the honest truth there. Um, but um, so I've had to do more, like an, a, a complete new spell is basically what I've done. Okay. Um to counteract the ones that I have done already and um yeah and offerings to the deities and, and yeah the yeah. groveling is pretty spot on yeah. groveling's pretty strong that's yeah, yeah. that's a go-to no, not not strong <laughs> but spot on yes. yeah like, yeah no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah that's pretty spot on it's like <laughs> that's here and then you know and then the new working for what I really want or what I mean to do and um yeah, and extra offerings and uh yeah, and try to if I have anything left of the original one. Cause sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Right. Um, if I have anything left of the original working, then try to um just um like disintegrarlo, like break it apart. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. I think uh I think incorporating the knots though is su- that's that's gonna think, be like yeah. super helpful. I think, yeah, I think that will be very helpful. Yeah gonna be my new cheat sheet nice i know right <laughs> i do a lot of candle magic but i think it'll be pretty easy just to add a candle at the um or, you know add a knot at the bottom i totally agree yeah. i think that's super smart and then i'll just keep them but i'll need to label them or something you know because mm-hmm. i'll be like which not which not was it <laughs> <laughs> break the glass <laughs> that's like, super okay cool. and then i'll untie it you know yeah yeah all right yep cool Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. You have a wonderful trip. Thank you. It's going to be great. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrujasbroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com. Or sdlunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria 101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria 101S. Because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com. And there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. 